Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Have you ever bought a stock or an ETF that you thought was a good idea and then it wasn't? I have, and I always try to learn from the experience. This is Thomas Pound, financial advisor with Avantax Advisory Services, and I do business at Cedar Green Financial. I am licensed in Florida, Vermont, the District of Columbia, and Rhode Island. I'm a certified financial literacy teacher in the state of Florida. If you like my podcast and want to hear more ideas, you can always call me at 802-779-5509. I'm always glad to share my ideas with you, and this is the 12th episode in our list of informative podcasts. There will be times when you buy a stock that you thought was going to outperform the market and turn you into the next millionaire. Maybe you heard about it from a friend, or maybe you heard the talking heads carping about it in the media. Days, weeks, months, or years later, you finally have buyer's remorse. The worst example I can think of is Fatisse Semiconductor. In December 2000, it was added to the S&P 500. At the time, it had a strong balance sheet, actual sales that were growing 61% per year, and they were cash flow positive. While the income had dropped 54% from the previous year, it was still up 23% per year for the previous four years. What happened to the company after it was added to the S&P 500? The stock price dropped from $49 per share to $5 per share by April 2015. Fortunately, I did not buy this one, but all of us have a story like this. Vitisse is a clear example of a dud stock. It met most of the fundamentals one might require for a large cap growth stock, but it simply did not meet demanding shareholder expectations. Vitisse was a victim of the tech bubble, and it never recovered. The question is, what do you do when you discover that you have a dud stock, one that loses relative or actual value? Here are a few basic things to consider. Did you study the fundamentals before you bought the company? Did you understand its story? Did the company have rising revenues and income? Did the company have positive free cash flow? If you didn't research these basic fundamentals, you should have, and you must do this with each company you buy. No exceptions. Is the stock a dud or is it a future winner? Take Microsoft, for example. In 2000, this company peaked at $55 per share and, unlike Vitisse, had rising earnings in 2000 to match its rising sales. It, too, though, was a victim to the tech bubble crash and ultimately tanked to $18 per share by 2008. Now the company is selling at $222 per share for a nifty 1,100% gain. The key is that, fundamentally, Microsoft never stopped being a well-run company, and it is these kinds of opportunities that one should look for. Look for companies that are relatively cheap to the market and their historical values. Treat the potential sale of the company as new cash in your account. Now ask yourself, would you buy this company? Even though you owned it before, treat it with a new set of eyes. Does the company meet your standards? Does it fit into your asset allocation strategy? Are there better opportunities elsewhere? If it looks like you should take a pass on this company, then sell it. If the stock is in a taxable account and not in an IRA, don't forget that losses up to $3,000 per year can be deducted from your ordinary income. That is small comfort, but selling your losses can offset your capital gains and reduce your tax bill. If your losses are more than $3,000, then they can be carried forward to future years. If you are suffering through buyer's remorse when it comes to that dud stock, you need to have a conversation with yourself about your emotional capacity to owning individual stocks. I believe you should limit your individual stock holdings to no more than 5% of your portfolio's holdings per company. That clunker of a company can have a profound effect on your holdings if you own too much of it in your account. If you find that it's too stressful for this style of investing, consider plain old boring mutual funds to grow your assets to meet your goals. Oh, by the way, don't forget to have an annual review of your asset allocation strategy.
you need to call me at 802-779-5509 to get some good ideas about investing in individual stocks. And you definitely need to call me about your asset allocation. I believe that investing is just as much an emotional experience as it is a financial endeavor. You do not have to go alone. I will help you. This is Thomas Pound, Flourish and Grow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Investments are subject to market risk, including the potential loss of principal invested. Asset allocation does not assure or guarantee better performance, profit, and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses in declining markets. Investments in individual securities are subject to their own unique risk and the potential loss of principal invested. These opinions are based on Thomas Pound's observations and research and are not intended to predict or depict the performance of any investment. These views are as of the close of business on December 28, 2020 and are subject to change based on their subsequent developments. Information is based on sources believed to be reliable, however, their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed. These views should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any securities. Past performance does not guarantee future results. <laughs>